Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to episode five of the Silver Opinion. I'm your host Veer, and we will be continuing from the previous episode where we looked into Group A rounds one and two of the TEC Gauntlet season one, and today we'll go over Group B rounds one and two. This is the more exciting group, as I mentioned before in my predictions episode. If you haven't watched that, uh, it's the first episode on the podcast, so you can check that out. And let's begin with the games, shall we? So round one started off with a very, very interesting game. Team Kuchbi took on uh, Two Rippers, and it went 2-0 in favor of Two Rippers. But don't let that scoreline fool you because it was such an exciting opener game. And Ascent went 15-13, Haven went 13. 11 two rippers actually played with the six man roster this game uh, they had their sub shark game playing home and for them instead of crosshair on ascent and even they played master on heaven so a little bit of a role switch up from two rippers then maybe that's what caused them to struggle a bit against kuchbi but nevertheless kuchbi played a really exciting game and ascent was a dead even map and it came down to who would slip up in ot first uh, it was 6-6 at half time went 6-6 again and two rippers of course on the first half on their defense they played some stunning uh, retakes paradox was leading the charge for them kuchbi towards the end they held their nerve they pulled out the last two rounds they forced the overtime the last two rounds in the game round 27 was insane when paradox hit some crazy op shots and pulled out his blade storm and he absolutely slayed kuchbi on the defense to secure that and round 28 the next round bondef had a 4k retake on phoenix but he missed out on the diffuse it was so close on the b side and he missed out on the diffuse by 0.64 seconds so ascent could have gone either way right both teams played up to their mark and coming to heaven it was very very exciting map 13 11 the rounds kept going back and forth it wasn't like uh two rippers were running a block of rounds and then could be one another block of rounds no it was a pretty back and forth affair and in the final rounds bond f and one tap god went off on their own play right they both pulled off a 4k rounds showing their clutch genes uh to secure rounds for their own teams but could be took a team like two rippers to such a close score line so it is very interesting opener match uh, let me tell you and uh, the key takeaway is kuchbi can be really good on a good day and coming to the second match up it was uh, rg academy versus vlt uh, expected result uh, 2 victory for vlt and map 1 was icebox where both teams played mirror comp actually they played killjoy sage uh, jet viper sova so very meta comp and uh, vlt just dominated on attack after uh, slow start on defense they had a very sluggish start they went 7-5 and then they came back 2-8 absolutely mauled through rog academy to secure uh, the map for themselves and map 2 was bind actually and bind went 13-5 in favor of vlt and vlt actually played the uh, astro viper and double duelist so they played rays in phoenix filling out uh, the fifth slot of the sova versus a uh, double duelist jet rays double dive backed up by astra sova and killjoy so vlt really had all the tools that they could hold right and on defense they dropped only 3 rounds and one more glaring lack is rogue didn't have any flashes so if they weren't winning the gunfights they really couldn't force their way into the sights and it felt like a macro loss from the very beginning and vlt being vlt they stormed uh, rogue academy on bind and they bore an amatras who had some really good Uh, games they went uh, plus 14 and plus 12 i believe respectively uh, oh, across two maps 
so yeah rogue academy showed some potential we're gonna see more good come from them so the next game third game of this round was uh, samurai esports taking on enigma and this was the big surprise for me i expected samurai to win but enigma just turned around and whooped samurai's ass like enigma was on peak form yes i will give you credit ayanku was playing for samurai as a sub he was playing the sentinel role but this time they decided to give him the op and jet and switch sai on to kj so it was a very big adjustment that sort of samurai were making but still enigma beating samurai is a big big win for them and kali of course was playing the non jet duelist i played reno on uh, heaven and phoenix on ascent which so it didn't make sense i don't know why you would play reno on heaven when you have the phoenix pick up uh, but yeah uh, map 2 specially on ascent uh, samurai just fell apart uh, the comms seem the comms seemed very very often inq and kali had an abysmal first death rate they just kept dying first and they didn't win a lot of fights as well and enigma from the get go they started pulling out rounds and they snowballed uh, ascent to their favor and enigma really showed what they're made of honestly this team is really good and if you and if you take your foot off the pedal they'll eat you alive like that's how good this team is and he can't ghost specially right they're a ridiculous duelist too and easy of course uh, we saw him play a lot of astra he seems to have figured out that role and uh, util usage on the side of enigma was also spot on this map so 2-0 big win for enigma we have to see what they can do going into the future games and the final game of this round was actually fangs taking on tt expected tt to win and uh, that's what happened but the game was much closer than what the scoreline tells you uh, ascent and heaven went 13 to 11 and split was sort of one sided but uh, fangs couldn't get the bomb down the most rounds on split so uh, it was a very very exciting game overall and both teams played equally well i expected tt to dominate more but fangs really pulled through and this team has been around for a while so uh, they have some good comms and yeah it was a very very good game till it came to split split was very one sided uh, fangs couldn't really get the bomb down the most rounds they were getting slaughtered before the entire sides but despite all this cactus had a standard performance in jet okay he went plus 25 across three maps 73 to 48 stats tell you everything and kohli didn't have a really good game he's of course the controller main uh, don't expect controller mains to perform as much but he went for an abysmal minus 29 over three maps 20 and 49 so he died a lot and this was the weak point of fangs right their gameplay is more of individual skill that cohesion is not there yes they've been around for a while so they know each tendency but they don't really have a lot of support play if you know what i mean because each player plays for themselves but they don't have um they don't trade out very well they don't support each other very well and fangs really really needs to work on this if they want to win big so coming to round 2 this is i think by far the, the most interesting round yet uh, we started off with rogue taking on fangs that went 2 to 1 i expected fangs to win but rogue academy uh, they've come out really strong on this matchup ascent went 13 to 10 icebox went 10 to 13 in favor of fangs but bind finally 15 13 uh, in favor of rogue academy so it was 7 5 half and then a 5 7 half after that and rogue really displayed their retakeability on defense they played some amazing retakes and yeah again the problems with fangs repeated themselves right fangs are a team that loves to w key they just w keyed the entire game and the round they win feels like they get the first pick and then they snowball that into 
flurry of kills, right? And Smoka is one of the big reasons for this. Smoka played the Jet, and he refed so well for them, and they lost the rounds primarily because of insufficient trading and lack of support, like I mentioned before. And especially it showed when they had to play on site and they had to hold, and the post plants didn't have a lot of trades, so Fangs kept dropping post plant holds because they couldn't effectively trade. And Rogue really had a very good game. Uh, they had good comms. They were playing as a team. They closed out maps cool and calmly. They didn't uh, panic a lot. And all players played equally well. They all had some insane stats. They were all equally cracked. And they were all consistent for this matchup. And it was GG from Rogue Academy. They played really well, showing you what they're made of. Okay, so the second round, uh, second matchup was actually True Rippers versus Enigma. And I think this is the closest match we've seen in the tournament yet. It took us three maps to decide a victory. I expected Enigma to roll True Rippers, but True Rippers really, really showed that I underestimated them heavily coming into this tournament because 16-14 uh, loss against Enigma on Icebox, then pulling out Ascent 13-11, to and then a loss against uh, Enigma 14-12 to on Haven. Yes, it's a loss, but it's a very, very close loss, and Haven could have gone either way, but map 1, Icebox really got decided by post plants because both teams were struggling to hold post plants uh, and Badman was playing the Viper and his lineup just didn't stick for some reason. He didn't feel very comfortable on the agent from what I saw and uh, yeah, B-Site was the culprit. It was an utter chaos and a pain to hold post plant as I mentioned for both teams and both teams played actually very well but uh, the post plant issue was something to be fixed from both teams. Macro-wise, I think Enigma had a more meta pick in their playstyle. And Crosshair, he played Omen on Icebox, which is not a very meta pick. Yes, with episode 3 coming out, it is. But the previous patch, it just isn't. And True Rippers really couldn't close off the match point as well. So, I think macro game-wise, Enigma did win. Um, but yeah, True Rippers played a good game. And it is a good map. Icebox, very, very entertaining to watch. And talking about map 2, both teams played Metacoms pretty much and True Rippers almost, almost threw away another overtime and the last round had some insane retake and Master had to pull out all his trump cards, had to get a 3k and had to close the round out for True Rippers or else they would have got killed by Enigma in the overtime again. And map 3 on Haven, um, this time Enigma were the ones who couldn't close off match points. So uh, they dropped the last 4 rounds. True Rippers had the momentum for that and they were not really able to host, hold post plants in those last four rounds and Master with one 4k on one round and Relic had to clutch a 1v2 on the A site uh, to secure the overtime but um, it didn't really go their way True Rippers no matter how hard they tried so my issue really stands out to uh, True Rippers here right uh, for example if you look at the team comps they have some good flexibility, right? Each of their players can play multiple agents. And if you look at how they play, uh, Master showed off his Phoenix, he showed off his Sova, he showed off his Sage. One tap got played Sova, Raze and Omen. Relic played Astra, Cypher and Killjoy. Crosshair played Omen, Phoenix and Sova. So three different people playing Sova, two different people playing Phoenix. It feels a little off because Depending on the agent they play, their firepower sort of varies across maps. You can see it in the stats for yourself. This is something that True Rippers have to figure out if they want to win. It's just not possible. 
you have to specialize on one thing if you play multiple different roles see i get playing two different duelists or three different duelists that's fine but master himself played three different roles he played a sentinel he played a duelist he played a controller sorry a uh, initiator on sova similar with one tap god omen controller raised duelist sova initiator so this just doesn't work it shouldn't work this way if two rippers want to go big so this is one thing that came up in this game especially might have been the deciding factor also so let's move away from this matchup very interesting matchup i would say the previous one but uh, the next one sort of cancels out for that because it was coach b taking on vlt uh, vlt uh, usual performance number 2 team in india according to me right now straight swept coach b on heaven 30 and vlt won every round on attack by elimination so they just just wiped coach b every round like the bomb didn't go off on so on and bind is actually the more interesting map coach b went 93 on attack but then vlt were able to pull off some stunning plays to come back and win bind and defense on to vlt collapsed on heaven right coach b couldn't hold vlt at all and mw1 man stood out and this is to mention this was mw1's first series as a vlt player in the tc gauntlet he dropped 30 kills and 14 deaths on rena to give vlt the win on heaven so he played the rena so he just carried vlt okay and one more weak link that we see with coach b is meow looked a little off the whole series she went 12 and 33 across both maps she wasn't winning a lot of gunfights and she got caught out a lot while playing cypher right uh, she used to play on site but then she used to get rushed and like she couldn't really be that anchor role and she has to step up in that role uh, i feel and the thing is i won't give her too much flack for it because uh, she was a content creator all this while now she's trying to go pro and yeah uh, there is a lot of room to improve so mia if you're watching this uh, i think that you're really good and you need to work on your anchor ability a little bit more coming to the final matchup it was samurai taking on the esports club and this was one of samurai's better performances right samurai didn't have a abysmal day like they had versus enigma they had a really good day um and they closed out the series although not 2-0 but 2-1 uh they lost 9-13 on bind first map and then they came back on ascent 13-7 and 13-8 on heaven and kali and sai was just popping heads the entire series kali went 67 and 42 with 14 assists so that's a plus 25 sai went 55 and 44 and 18 assists plus 11 both of them of course playing uh, raise and jet excali and jetten phoenix on sai and they played exceptionally well and especially on ascent which was the second map that they won they went 10-3 actually on uh, defense and kali was pulling off some insane clutches i don't remember the exact rounds but kali had some really massive balls i should say clutching some big rounds and he just shows that he's an opper right like is he good is he a good opper yes is he an amazing opper no but he's really really capable of opping and the other thing to notice is tt don't have their roles figured yet uh versus fangs sami was playing on jet on ascent now strix was playing on jet and sami was playing the killjoy so i don't know what's really going on with the role swaps yes sami is a new player but tt uh, they're swapping that jet and killjoy role and 
I think the faster you decide whether Strix or Sami you're going to play, I think it's better for adaptability. And Binks played Viper on Bind. We've seen him do that a lot lately. And um, without the Astra. So Bind, Viper, without the Astra is a little weak as a solo controller. And uh, TT played Raceless on Bind. So that was also kind of a little bit of meta. And I think that's what came to bite them in the ass. Um, you can play as much Jet as you want, but... On bind, if you go raise-less, it uh, sort of doesn't make sense. Because raise is a very, very potential duelist with that boom bot to clear out hookah, with those nades to deny area. I think uh, TT should have uh, allowed someone like Sami or even Binks. Oh my god, okay, I forget Binks. They should have just allowed Binks to play the raise instead of the Viper. You could have figured out, play Viper-less, maybe play uh, an Astra. So, that's the thing about TT in this matchup, but... Uh, nevertheless, this was a very, very good uh, showing from all the teams that played and especially Enigma. I'm honestly surprised as to how they wiped Samurai so hard in round one. And even their closeout against True Rippers was extremely close. And Enigma are a team that's showing a really strong face, I would say, uh, coming out of this group. But yeah, uh, we have a lot more rounds coming in. So that's it from me today. I hope you've enjoyed the episode. If you have, uh, consider following or subscribing whichever platform you're on. And signing off on the Silver Opinion is Veer. Thank you, goodbye. Have a nice one.